Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. episode 353. It is Friday here in Cincinnati. Gray, a little overcast, might be raining some more. We've had rain over the last few days, which has been perfect because it cleared out some of the humidity and watered the garden for me. (laughs) And then this morning's run felt so good. It was cooler. There was a breeze. It felt so good to be outside. So let's see, where do we start today? I haven't really defined a topic or a theme I am just showing up present and what happened right as I started my own meditation before I start the podcast recording I had this awareness that it's been five years since I first met my friend Raphael and started my own business just a few months later and I was just sitting in my meditation and I can't I couldn't get past that Uh, realization and so I feel like the place to start for today is to tell you about my friend Raphael and introduce you to the beautiful soul that he is and then we'll just see where it goes from there like my whole body is just smiling (laughs) as I as I prepared to share him with you and I may have talked about him before I honestly can't remember how much I've shared of him in my journey, but I will begin where I begin. So five years ago, I was consulting, working with a different, with a coach who had her own business and I was doing coaching with her for her. And we had a retreat with a bunch of women in August. That would have been 2015. God, 2015, doesn't that sound like another place? (laughs) Nothing like 2020. And we had this retreat, and then just a couple days later, I was headed up with some of my closest friends to a gathering that was happening up in Cleveland. And the big draw to go to Cleveland was the sound healer who was coming in from California, and he was going to offer the sound healing ceremony new to me I was not very connected to sound in the way as a healing method it's funny as I say this I think there's actually a sound healing summit happening (laughs) right now so maybe that's why Raphael is so clearly speaking to me so we had this beautiful uh, gathering with all the women and I was doing my work and facilitating and it was amazing and then I got in the car with my girlfriends and we drove up to Cleveland and arrived at our friend's house and settled in. The format for the sound healing was that Raphael was going to take over the living room. There would be eight of us in the space and we would all be situated in a circle 
on the outside and he would be on the inside of the circle and have like a, we each had sort of blankets and pillows and things to lay down. And then in the center, there was a, a couple blankets and things so that you could have an individual healing with him during the whole experience. So one by one, he would you know, call each one of us up to the center, but you're there in the community space for the whole time which was a really beautiful format and one that I hadn't experienced in that way. And just to name it too, five years ago, I had just, just really started to awaken, just beginning. I had done a ton of coaching and healing work for myself with the woman that I was working with. And then also had started coaching other people after I completed my energy training, energy healing training. But it was it was not anywhere near the depth of what I have, how I have come to know myself at this point. So back then, I really felt a lot like a newbie. There were so many methods and tools and processes and experiences that were blowing my mind because they were so different than, you know, my very normal, if you want to use that word, life in the past. I was pretty sheltered. <laughs> I was a pretty sheltered little thing. <laughs> and then, and then I tapped into the world of energy and whew, consciousness. <laughs> it was amazing. So I show up at this sound healing experience and everyone else in the group had had some individual conversation with Raphael by phone. But for some reason, either we hadn't matched up or things had been busy. And so I had never talked to him or met him. And I walk into the room and he's this tall, good-looking, um, Hispanic, suave, gorgeous guy. <laughs> Just this really cool presence, you know, with his white um, suit on that he wears. Not suit, um, like a ceremonial outfit that he wore with this beautiful embroidery on it. And so we all, you know, introduce ourselves and then we sit down and I have no idea what a sound healing is going to be. I have no idea what I've signed up for and paid money for and what is this thing we're going to do? <laughs> How many have you, have you have had that experience where you show up and you have no idea why you're there, but you know you're supposed to be there and you have no idea what's going to happen to you? This is what so many people have said to me when they come to a new moon circle. <laughs> They're like, what do you do here? Is there witchcraft? What's happening? <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> I hear that so often. Like, why am I here? I have no idea why I showed up. And then by the end of the night, you know, they're hugging everybody and these incredible connections form and they are so grateful <laughs> that they trusted their instincts. And that's exactly what happened for me also. But as I sat on my little cushions and I'm in this group. I knew some of the people, I didn't know everybody. And here's this man in the center with all these little instruments to the side of him that I don't even know what these instruments are. And he's got this huge didgeridoo. Like it's, oh gosh, six feet. It's taller than him. Six feet at least like long didgeridoo, which if you haven't seen those, they're magnificent. And so we're all kind of looking at him and he was mostly Hispanic, mostly um, spoke Spanish and a little English. And so he starts talking and he holds up this chicken, <laughs> this little plastic chicken. And he says, I am a chicken shit. I'm afraid. I've always been afraid. Here's what I know. We all have some of that fear inside of us. And 
Oh, it's so funny as I tap into this moment, this memory. <laughs> he just said, we're not here to, you know, how did I, how would I even say it? His whole premise was that we are all on a journey of becoming individualized, of becoming our own individual expression person, separate from all that we have been before, separate from our relationships with our parents, our relationships with our spouses, our communities. We are all here to have this individuation. And so he said, we can be very afraid in that process. And this is his symbol. He's like, the chicken is the symbol of fear for me because I can laugh at it. I can make fun of myself for it. I don't have to be so in the fear of it. I can just dive into the learning and then things change, things shift. And we're all looking at him like, chicken shit? (laughs) What is he saying? (laughs) And he says the way the process is going to go here. He had this beautiful beautiful sharing for at least an hour and then he said what we're going to do is everyone will lie down on your blankets and close your eyes and I will be playing music on my phone and then also with the instruments that I have one by one I will call you into the center and we'll do individual hands-on healing and also specific songs just for you and he said as you are in the community space you are going to have matches with all of the people in this experience with you so what someone is crying about may bring up tears in you because you have a match to that. The song that they're listening to that I'm playing for them will have resonance also for you. And so he really modeled in this powerful way for me that I've never forgotten how energy is so magnetically aligned and we're constantly being pulled gravitationally, powerfully, energetically towards others so that we can all heal and learn and expand and we always will have matches so I'm a newbie (laughs) I'm laying on my pillow (laughs) and I'm like who knows who knows what's about to happen here but okay okay here we go (laughs) and the music starts he had his phone he was playing different music and he brings someone to the center and I don't know how else to explain it except that it felt like I went all the way back to, oh, like this is so big to try to translate for you. I felt like I went all the way back to before I was born and I was watching the movie of my life. I was watching all of the stories of everything that had had to happen in order for me to be born, in order for me to be in my own family, in order for me to eventually find my partners, have my children, like every single detail. It was like watching a movie running in my mind the whole time. And all of, I was one of the last to go into the center. And so I was gifted with at least two hours of laying there and watching this movie play out in my mind. And as I say this, it feels important to say the only altering substance we had was sound there was nothing there was nothing going on in the room that gave me that vision except for sound for the music for the words I could hear him murmuring with other people for the crying for the yelling there were there were some powerful shifts that each one in the space was going through and all I could see was this movie 
in my mind of my life, of my journey here as Vivian, it was, it was the most unbelievable experience. And I could feel, I could feel what my parents felt when they were pregnant with me. I could feel my brother, his young childhood and you know, just the intensity of the human experience for him and what what he and I felt when my sister arrived four years after me. And I could feel, I, could, I felt everything. I could see it and I could feel it. And and then, you know, watching like how how perfect it was, the way that I found the man who would be my husband and the father of my children. And, and the gift of each one of my children and what they what they bring into my life and then the whole process of my divorce I mean just every single detail I was laying there watching my life story play out in my third eye and from this whole different perspective what you know many healers and teachers describe as the the witness the objective one who is simply watching the human drama it was absolutely amazing and also so intense <laughs> to just lay there and feel and the music and the sounds and everything that was going on and my eyes closed and just in it, you know, absolutely in it. And it just came to this place of peacefulness and rest at the end, not at the end of the whole community experience, but at the end of that part of me watching the movie and right at that time, Raphael came over and tapped me on the shoulder, like, it's your turn. <laughs> so I go into the center, and I speak a little broken Spanish, and I was so blissed out. I'm like, oh, I can totally talk to him in Spanish right now. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm stumbling my way through all the Spanish words, just so happy, <laughs> so amazed at what I had experienced, so delighted to be here with this incredible being who's giving me this most amazing gift of reviewing my life. And I'm laying there and he's, um, he had his hands under my back, supporting my back. And he said, what, what do you need? What is your intention for this time while you're here in the center? I was like, how now I'm done. (laughs) I've done everything. I don't think there's anything left to do. So he starts laughing at me and he says, I have a song I'm going to play for you. This feels so much fun to share with you. I can't believe it's been five years. So I I said, what song is that in my broken Spanish? He says, hold on. He said, I have never played Christina Aguilera in a, a healing ceremony before. But he says, this one, this one is just for you. And so he starts playing the song. And keep in mind, the whole group is still all around us. We've all been going through this intense experience with emotion and, and these soft songs. That, I mean... And his instrument that he's been playing. And, you know, it's been really like, he pushes play on the song Fighter by Christina Aguilera loud. And there's this room like rock beat that starts coming into the space. Oh my God, it was awesome. It was so awesome. And I could feel like my feet are tapping, my hands are tapping. He's doing this 
um, pulsing at the back of my back with his fingers moving energy and releasing some of the last little pieces that were stuck and just and I'm humming along and he's singing the song and it was just this rocking out awesomeness of fighter which if you don't know that song go listen to it the lyrics are amazing the lyrics basically say like everything thank you for everything you've done to me that has hurt me or made me struggle because it's made me stronger it's made me a fighter and i am totally grateful that you did all that you did so that i could be where i am right now it was the perfect summary of everything I had just been laying there looking at by myself in the sound healing. He, I mean, he is, he was so in tune with exactly where I was and gave me this incredible gift of this song. And so I'm just laying there. I'm like, I don't even know what else you can do. Like, this is so amazing. <laughs> it was so fun. And then he played a few other songs and uh, did some more healing work. And then and then I crawled <laughs> over to my friend to lay next to her. There was one more person after me. And I crawled. I could barely move. I was so exhausted. <laughs> and I'm like begging for a sip of water. <laughs> and we're just laying there. And then he completed the last person. And then he he got his didgeridoo. And um, I just always will remember he was standing in the center of our space and he has this huge didgeridoo from his mouth like up into the sky and there's it was dark by then because we started in the late afternoon and it had gotten dark and um (laughs) there were these green bliss lights floating around and I remember just laying on the ground looking up at him and he starts spinning slowly with this six foot didgeridoo extended from his mouth up into this high ceiling of the room we were in, just completing the energy with this movement of the circle of the the didgeridoo up high in the air, you know, just energetically bringing us all together with sound through his instrument. And it just looked like he was this angel just right spinning all of this energy up in the sky. It was breathtaking that moment I will never forget that moment of laying there witnessing him it was so powerful and then we integrated and talked and I I felt like I need to go write all of this down (laughs) what what is this experience I have to go write it all down and so I grabbed my journal and I sat in the corner of the living room for at least two hours just writing, 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 everything so that I wouldn't forget any of the details, even though I don't know that you can forget an experience like that, but it was so much fun to record it. And I remember um, Raphael was laying in the center of the room with some of the other people and he kept, he looked at me a couple of times like, do you want to come over here? I'm like, no, 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 I got to write. I got to write. I got to put all this down. <laughs> uh, and then as he walked by me to go to bed because he'd worked his butt off that day. He said in Spanish, tu eres muy simpatico, which is like, you're so nice. You're so nice. It was just the most beautiful blessing at the end of this huge experience. And so we spent uh, another couple days with him. That was August of 2015 and massively impacted. That second night when we were just talking he wasn't working and we were just talking and uh, he said tell me about your work tell me about what it is that you do 
And I said, well, I, I do this energy coaching thing. <laughs> He's like, what is that? I'm like, well, I don't know, but I'm getting better and better at it. I'm not quite sure yet, but it's really cool. And I read energy. I'm telling this to the guy who just showed me my whole life's journey, right? <laughs> I read energy. I'm so cool. <laughs> so he says, um, tell me about your partner that you do this with. And, and at the time, I was definitely in a space of not owning my power, of not um, holding my boundaries and claiming my value, my worth. I was learning so much in that relationship I was in with my coworker, my partner. Coworker's the wrong word. This beautiful woman who I was coaching with and for. And so he says, tell me about your relationship together. And I said, well, and he just, he could feel it. And he just said, here's what I need you to know. And he said it all in Spanish. He said, you're the princess, she's the princess. You're the queen, she's the queen. You're the coach, she's the coach. He said, there's no, there's no hierarchy, there's no um, better or, or over another. He said, you are equals. You were equals. And at the time, I was sitting next to him going, no, we're not. <laughs> oh, you're crazy. We're not equals. <laughs> and he started telling me about this beautiful work that he did with coaches and, and people starting their businesses. And he said, I think we should talk more about how I can support you so that you can expand your business. And of course, I was like, yes, please. <laughs> like, you magical person. Yes, <laughs> let's hang out. <laughs> it was just an incredible connection. So deep, so fast. So we all came back home. And, um, and then so much started to shift in my relationship with the woman I was coaching with. And then in September, um, Raphael was killed in an accident. And it was heartbreaking. It was shocking and heartbreaking and devastating. And so like out of proportion for how briefly I had known him. And it was really difficult to explain you know, to my friends, to my family, why I was so impacted by this individual. And I could just feel like this does not make sense. <laughs> you barely knew him. He did one sound healing ceremony. Like, what is wrong with you? But I grieved. Oh, I grieved that he was gone and that he couldn't, you know, be here <laughs> to share his gifts. And I was mad. I was so mad because he had said that we would work together and do things together. And I was like that's just not fair. <laughs> you said you would, and then you're gone. Like, what is this? And it took me a while. I really, I really went into a lot of uh, just sadness that he was no longer here. And also at the time, like I was becoming so aware of choice of the what I believe to be true, which is the soul only leaves this human plane when they're complete with what they're here to do. And so I couldn't reconcile this beautiful man that I had met with all these talents and gifts and ability to heal people. How could he have been complete? How could he have chosen to leave? I, I just couldn't understand it. And so it took a while. I did 
quite a bit of my own work and and after a while well that was September um, October I got really clear that it was time for me to start my own business and start to leave the partnership I was in and November I left the partnership very abruptly very suddenly which looking back was the only way for me to truly leave and so it was Oh, like I grieved that November and December. It was such a powerful year, 2015, for me of of clarifying who I wanted to be and how I wanted to be in the world. And Raphael was this incredible activation for me of knowing life's too short. I'm not going to be staying in places that don't serve me. I'm here to do work in the way that I know serves me and serves others. And my way doesn't look like everybody else's way and I need to trust my way and I need to focus on it and develop it and expand it. And so I started my own business January of 2016 and had no idea what I was doing, (laughs) had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) And it was, um, yeah, I don't want to talk about my business in this moment. I want to talk about Raphael. So I felt like he was here and he was gone. And and then when I started running, so that this is the other thing, that October we all gathered back at my friend's house to honor him in the way that we chose to honor him, which is to be together and talk about him. And that weekend I was introduced to Alicia Matthewson's music and it, apparently the way that my friend found that music is because Raphael put it on her phone. And so it felt indirectly like Raphael was sharing Alicia with us through sound, which, right, he taught about sound healing. He lived it, all of his work. When I'll put a link in the description of this podcast so that you can tune into him and his beautiful gifts. But he practiced sound healing and he indirectly guided me right to Alicia, who is also this amazing sound healer. And so we started listening to her music and I would start, I would listen to her while I was running. And there was this one moment, it was so cool. I was running down my little path that I do, listening to this song and it was an Alicia song. And all of a sudden I could just feel Raphael energetically around me. Have you ever had that where you just know, you know, someone who's died, who you loved is right by your side. There's just no doubt. And you can't explain it to anyone. It makes no sense. And I was, I'm running, I'm sweating, (laughs) listening to this music. And all of a sudden I just know he's right by me. And I, I was having this mental telepathic conversation with him. Like, what are you doing? Why are you here? Where have you been? What's going on? (laughs) And the song lyrics were all about being alone, sitting alone, sad. (laughs) And I could just feel him starting to do front flips and back flips in front of me. Like he would flip ahead and I would be running. And then I could feel him like laughing at me. Like, you're so slow. You just don't get it. You, you're in the physical body. It's so slow. And then he would flip backwards and like laugh at me some more. Oh my gosh, it was so awesome. We're just having this beautiful experience that other people, if I tried to say it, would think I'm crazy. But if you're tuning into my podcast, it's probably just totally normal to you. It was so happy. I felt 
so happy that he was connecting in this way with me and and that started our next phase of our journey i he became one of my guides one of the voices in my head that is constantly offering me wisdom and perspective and nuggets about what would serve my journey next and he has his soul has been walking with me as i've built my business many of my clarity moments my ahas the the perfect moments where everything starts to come together and i realize oh this is exactly the right direction next this is the thing that is most going to serve my work and my path and my gifts back to the world next it's because i could hear his voice i could feel the clarity that he's bringing to me and so indirectly it feels like he has honored what he said which is to help me with my business and to help me in this beautiful playful way that is the essence of his soul this playful fun irreverent charming loving being who embodied for a short time here on earth to to find us awaken us teach us guide us it's really so beautiful and you know there's many months where i i'm not tapping into what he is sharing or his voice seems quiet and then suddenly there'll be a flash of something like this morning <laughs> where i had no idea this is what we were going to talk about today is this beautiful journey i've had with rafael one of the first moments of synchronicity when um when i was tuning into my business what do i call this company i'm going to start this work i'm going to be doing that is uniquely about me and my path the the words my soul journey the the teaching of how i help others tap into their memories and their soul stories and their choices of this human incarnation it all was started it opened in that sound healing with rafael when he showed me how to see my own review of my journey it was a it was a gift that awakened in me that i now offer back to all of my clients here in this podcast space you know in the work that i do it's that giving back of what he gave me and so it feels really sweet and powerful to honor him today <laughs> five years later i feel like i've been honoring him this whole time over and over as the sirens go by isn't that wild yeah i believe for many of us we we get so caught up in the pace of our lives and the uh reality i use that word with kind of air quotes around it the reality that we're living we have these obligations and responsibilities and work schedules and all these tasks that we need to do in our human existence and we have to eat and sleep and exercise and <laughs> bathe ourselves we have all this stuff to do and we can we can fall into the trap of believing that's all that there is and limiting the joy that's available to us because 
it feels so time-consuming and overwhelming just to get through the day, just to get through the job, just to deal with the relationships or, <laughs> for me, just to deal with Star. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to take care of this dog. And really, compared to other dogs, it's probably not. But sometimes just the responsibilities of everything can feel overwhelming to us. And so perhaps the reason that Raphael is so present today, so like all around me as I'm sharing this with you, perhaps it's for the message of lighten up, (laughs) right? Lighten up. Just have more fun. Have more fun. Be more playful. You we have this one human journey in the way that we're choosing to do it right now. Maybe we come back over and over, but right now, all I know is I have this life as Vivian and, and I'm living it. And I have this day today. And what am I choosing to do with the day? And how am I choosing to feel as I go through my day? And then tomorrow, the same and the next when we get caught up in the mundaneness of it, in the ordinariness of it, in the heaviness of it, and then we add in these collective experiences that we're all moving through of COVID and health and race and equality, man, it's so intense. And so I feel like Raphael is showing up and going, okay, (laughs) time out. Everyone, play a little bit more. Have a little bit more fun. We're at the end of July. We're about to start this new month of August. What's your intention? What do you, what do you choose to do in August? If there's one thing, if I could choose anything, I would have asked for another sound, sound healing ceremony. Give me one more time to lay on that mat and feel him moving the sound of vibration of the room and playing his didgeridoo and sending all this sparkly, magical joy around the room. I can't have that. And, and that's, I want to say that's okay. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks, but it's, it's where we are. And I honor his choice and I honor my choice. But I can tap into the joy of that moment. I can, I can feel the power of sound and bring that more into my day. Not these siren sounds that are going on outside. Those are just harsh. Those are not fun to hear. We live at the top of the hill. And so when they go past us on the road at the bottom, the sound comes up the valley and you can hear it like reverberating, even though they're probably nowhere near me. Yeah, I choose sounds of laughter for this weekend. I choose sounds of fun, playful music, sharing stories. You know, those, those are healing sounds as much as the instruments and the music that Raphael played. Um, I listened to Michelle Obama's new podcast this week and was really struck by the way they brought sound into her podcast you know there were elements added in and they would pause her voice and bring in different sounds and you can probably tell I don't listen to enough podcasts because maybe all podcasts are doing that and I'm one of the only ones that isn't (laughs) all you get is my voice and the ocean (laughs) it's more than enough (laughs) but they really edited 
very beautifully and the way that they were weaving sounds added to what she was sharing in her stories in her conversations and I feel like we all have this uh, invitation or ability to be aware of what sounds we're bringing into our days and choosing sounds that that fuel us that heal us that rejuvenate us not sounds that deplete us or sounds that are harsh and jagged to our nerves and and bring us intense discomfort we get to choose the sounds that we co-create with and so perhaps Raphael is inviting you through me to play with some new sounds to be aware of the sounds you're sending out into the air around you are the sounds you're making ones filled with love are they sounds that invite conversation or shut down the conversation are they sounds that express your own joy to still be here to be in the human body and having this human experience perhaps part of what many of us are moving through I had this experience this week it just felt so intense it felt so intense the conversations about COVID and next decisions it just felt like I felt the sense of hopelessness and I wanted to push through and ignore it and move through my to-do list and I could hear my guide saying go sit your butt down on your meditation cushion <laughs> so I dragged myself over and sat down and did this process that I do called crystallizing and I'm clearing out my chakras and running energy and then right I just felt this spaciousness and I started to cry and there was nothing that warranted the tears but it was just this movement of energy of acknowledging how many people are sad and suffering right now and how overwhelming it can feel to be in this human experience and isolating and lonely and I just felt it for five minutes ten minutes I cried and then the energy right the energy just moved and then I could breathe more deeply and I could feel the the release of that heaviness 10 minutes at the most and it shifted it shifted and then I was able to focus on my work and get things that I needed done and then have a beautiful conversation with a friend and things just started to get moving again that pause allowed the shift to happen very gracefully for me and I feel like if we're rushing through our overwhelming tasks and never pausing to feel what we're actually feeling and then allow space for the feeling and allow it to move and then choose how we want to feel from there, we, it's going to get more and more intense because all that pressure keeps building inside of us. So maybe listen to one of Raphael's albums. I'll see if I can find a way to link that in the description. I know he has a video that I have linked on my website called um, It's an Offering to the Earth 
and it's it's this beautiful video with his music and then these uh, videos of different places and in nature around the world and he put it together into this incredible compilation that just feels so powerful so i'll share that link you can tap into the magic of my friend Raphael. I also get the sense that for souls who were here with such pure intention and honored their intention and left these beautiful gifts behind for all of us as humanity, I feel like those souls are still so accessible to humanity right now because they invested so much time and energy in their work here that when they transition, their soul still is hanging around just to make sure there's nothing else that needs support or, um, I don't know, how do I say that? I feel like I've tried to talk about this in the podcast before in relation to Wayne Dyer. You know, when Dr. Dyer transitioned, he created so much work and there are so many books and gifts that he left us that we can access and I feel like all that investment of his energy here he still supports humanity energetically and so we can tap into the consciousness that he is and and ask for guidance and ask for clarity and ask for support I feel like that with Raphael if you if you just ask for him to support you and bring more joy and more play and more love into your human journey he absolutely will find ways to do that and support you like zero doubt but we forget to ask we forget because we're so busy and it doesn't feel as real as asking a human friend or just doing it ourselves (laughs) aren't we silly Aren't we silly? I'm saying this to myself as well as to you. I forget to ask for support from my guides, and I'm pretty good at asking them, but sometimes I forget, and it feels like Raphael is just sort of tapping me on the head, like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. You try. (laughs) You try. You're not perfect. (laughs) But we're here. If you need us, we're here. Just remember. Yes. Okay. That feels very complete. We are headed into a full moon in Aquarius this weekend. Lots of energy with the full moon. Aquarius is my sun and moon sign, so this feels like an extra powerful fun weekend. We could go into it afraid, or we could go into it with the intention of joy and play, which is absolutely what I'm choosing for my weekend. And then next week we move towards the Lionsgate portal, from what I understand, if I have all my dates right. So breathe, (laughs) be intentional, choose joy and play, ask for support, honor your body, nourish your body, (laughs) all those things that a good mom says to her child, (laughs) take good care of yourself because there's a lot that's shifting. (laughs) And then if you, I was going to say if you want, you can join us, but we're not doing a call this Sunday because I have family in town and we're going to play yeah we'll be back next week if you need support there are lots of guided meditations on my website that are free and then also in my meditation library you can exchange for them but i would say start with Raphael's music and tap into the beauty that he was and is 
blessings to my amazing friend beyond beyond the veil (laughs) beyond this dimension have a beautiful weekend friends so much love to you Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.